Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Reality Is. As always, it's newer, and today we're just shooting the shit with Ray Sani. Hi, Ray. Hi, let's shoot some shit. <laughs> um, mostly I wanted you to come on and talk about all of the divorces on Bravo today. There are a lot. There's hella divorce. There's also just like hella divorces in life happening right now in pop culture. Yeah. And uh What's going on? And I'm like, yo, is divorce season cancer season? Like, what are we out here doing? <laughs> we just all in our feelings and we just dead in relationships, you know? Yeah, I mean, I gotta say, like, I've been married twelve years. This week was actually my twelve year anniversary. Congrats. Yeah, it's fine. Happy anniversary. Whatever. It's here's the thing. <laughs> here's how I feel about it. If you've been married for ten years and then after that you decide you know what? I think that's it. I think I want to try something else. I think that's totally fine. I think that the idea that like you marry that person and that shit is forever. Like, I just don't believe in that as somebody who is in a deeply committed monogamous relationship. Who, mm -hmm. Like I plan on being with my husband forever, but like, you know, Kyle, which is really what the purpose of this conversation is because kyle mm -hmm. richards earlier this week she's separating then she said we're not separating we're not divorcing there's all this stuff going on but everyone's like oh, 27 years oh my god 27 years like that's it it's not like those 27 years still happened if mm -hmm. kyle after 27 years says you know i think it's time for me to enter a new era we should support that shouldn't we well so i'm curious about what mauricio did <laughs> because because like think only because like like you know this i got a mom you got a mom <laughs> not assuming that your mom been through anything but i know what my mama been through oh and yeah she's still, and she's still hanging out with that nigga you know so <laughs> so i'm like i'm like what like there's 27 years of shit to be fed up with you know so yeah. what what happened today, this time, that made you go, nah, I'm good. I'm good on you. Because there's, like, especially someone of Kyle's generation, right? She's older Gen X, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, you, and the way that it seems that Kyle and um, her sisters were raised, is like, you find a man who could pay for shit and you hold on. Yeah. And Kyle, in my opinion, helped build Mauricio and now he mm -hmm. can pay for everything. And she's she held on. She held on. Do you remember? Yeah. Like she so I'm I'm very curious about and I think it's Kyle who's done with him. Because if you see the pictures that he posted on um July 4, yeah. he's the one trying to lean in and make, you know, good body language. <laughs> and she's just holding on to the dog stiff as hell. She don't like him no more. So I want to know what he did. In part because I'm like, 
uh, we've known him to be a philanderer for whatever. Whether yeah. or not it's confirmed, certainly the rumors will affect your marriage. But then, and he's also been like a pothead for the last like 10 years that we can see on TV, right? Or maybe, yeah. maybe five to seven. Yeah. So I'm just curious about what got her fed up. And I wonder if it's like, okay, Porsche's in high school. She doesn't hang around the house that mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. And then all the girls, the, all the other girls are out of the house. Yeah. And like Kyle is, um, Kyle is someone who really prides herself on being a wife and a mother. Yeah. And so I wonder if like, unfortunately, Alison Dubois said, when the kids are grown, he will not mm-hmm. emotionally fulfill you anymore. Which isn't to say that Mauricio like, I have no evidence that he did something definitive, but I'm I'm so curious about what it was about him that the kids are out of the house. Portia is probably partying with her friends. What made him? What made Kyle go? Okay, enough of this nigga. I'm I'm done. Yeah, I do think that Kyle has always had like very she's she she always comes up very insecure, right? Like in whatever situation, whether it's friendships or how she feels about herself or whatever. Like she's a deeply insecure person, Kyle Richards. I feel like Kyle got hot. Like, I think she's always been gorgeous, but I think yes, Kyle started lifting. Yes, but the surgery lifting. is lit. Yeah. The surgery is lit, too. Like, did you, when everyone was, like, um, circulating that Alison Dubois clip, like, Kyle was pretty then, but Kyle yeah. is a banger now, you know? Yeah. Yeah, she got the right surgery. She got her boobs. I think she got a breast reduction. And then she started working out. Mm-hmm. And she looks so good. And I feel like, yeah, maybe she looks really good. And maybe she's not getting the attention that she needs from her husband. And mm-hmm. so she was like, yeah, I'm not dealing with this. Like, yes, before it was like, oh, I'm the mother of his children. You know, she's always been like covering her body and like moo's and stuff. That's like, she true. Never... She wore caftans and shit all the time. She did. She would always wear caftans and loose stuff. Or she would always be like, oh, I can't eat that pasta. Like, she's always been so conscious like very obviously very conscious about her body being different than like a Beverly Mm -hmm. Hills body so I wonder if now that she's like on her hot lady shit she's like oh I don't need him like I can get attention elsewhere or maybe not even that like maybe she's not even getting attention elsewhere because we'll get to that all the shit that's coming out about like Mm -hmm. her potential (laughs) new boo yeah but even outside of that, if you are like, I love myself, but I don't feel like my partner is loving me the way that I deserve to be loved, then you're out of there. You're like, deuces, I don't need to fucking put up with this shit. Well, so I do remember, and I could be misremembering, but I do remember watching last season with the whole Aspen thing. When we found out that like Mauricio was in the house, the the whole time Kathy supposedly melted down. Do we remember? Yeah. yeah. And so I was like, why wasn't he out with Kyle? Yeah. If that makes that's sense. I, like, yeah. I, like, not that that's a big thing, but I do remember being like, why was he in Aspen and they were partying separately? And I know that you get to like party separately yeah. with your friends, but ostensibly you're in Aspen because your wife is filming the show there. Yeah. So I just kind of was curious. Maybe they were having a girls' night. Who knows? But I just was very curious as to why they were partying separately. Yeah, another great point. I mean, they've. I also feel very interested to see how like 
the friendship dynamic between Kyle and Dorit will change. Oh, as, absolutely. That is the most Who gets Dorit in the divorce? <laughs> now, but I know Dorit someone, wants Maurizio in the divorce. <laughs> well, so listen, someone just sent me, someone, I tweeted something to the effect of like, oh my God, this is going to give us like a Phaedra, Apollo, Candy mm-hmm. situation. And under the tweet, someone texted me like, Bravo fans are nut jobs. I can't believe that they're real. But someone had like gone through like every picture that has been released of the cast together this season. And they had like drawn circles around the space between Kyle and Dorit and their body language. I love our people. I know. We're nudge-offs. We're nudge-offs because I'm sitting here being like, y'all are crazy, but I absolutely looked at the pictures and believed them. You're like, I can see the tension in the space. No, but honestly, on some real shit, because it wasn't even just like, oh, we might not be next to each other. It's like they're standing next to each other, but each of them is leaning on the person to the opposite side. Like there clearly is a, I don't want to touch this bitch ass energy in these pictures. Oh my God. So I'm very curious what happens. I'm very curious. Okay. Initially when the news came out that Kyle and Mauricio were separating, I think most of us who listen to like watch what crappens are our big Lisa Vanderpump. Uh, we're, we're team Vanderpump in the Vanderpump versus Kyle space. We immediately thought Kyle's trying to have her Vanderpump moment. Do you think that she's still trying to have her Vanderpump moment? Vanderpump moment in what sense? In the sense that like filming's finished and then Kyle drops this news about a breakup so that everybody can like get a buzz going about what's going on in Beverly Hills. You know, she's like, oh, Lisa Vanderpump had an off-camera post-production bombshell. I will do it on my television show too. That's what I thought. So I initially wanted to play the game with everyone and kind of go that way. But a friend of mine uh, said to me, like, do you know how seriously Kyle takes her marriage? I don't think she would play like that. That's true. Um, And I was like, that's fair. It immediately made me kill that because she was like, I don't think Kyle would play. And like, think about it. Every time someone has approached Kyle's marriage at all, she has lost her shit. I don't think she would do that. And then also... There was a clip that resurfaced, an interview she had done in like April, where someone was asking, like, we've heard all these marriage rumors about you. How do you feel? Do you want to respond? And she was like, you know, usually I'd be sad. I'd be crying because it hurts my feelings or whatever. But this time I'm like, you know what? Bring it on. Bring it on. Bring me, give me what you got. And she seemed so confident and at peace. And then someone showed me a picture of her and the alleged mistress at the event together. Mm. So I don't know. I, I'm, I'm inclined to believe that this is really what's going on in their life, especially since Kyle looks so stiff in those pictures with Mauricio on 4th of July. Yeah, yeah. She seems like she does not want to be there in those pictures with Mauricio. Also, Mauricio has also been, like, posting on birthdays and Mother's Day. and She's not liking Valentine's nothing. Day. She's she not. Nothing. Nothing. No likes, no hearts, no shares. That's nothing. why I keep going, what did Mauricio do? Because that man wants his wife back. 
I know. And and in that situation, do you think to yourself for like a, sec- like a second, like, maybe he, you would her back? Like, I don't know. Maybe we believe in true love. Who knows? <laughs> well, so I think maybe he could win her back because she's publicly saying, hey, we're not divorcing. Yeah. So there is something going on. Now, maybe she could be doing the typical thing, which is we're not going to divorce until the youngest kid is in college. Mm-hmm. But... um which is stupid, by the way. Parents, please don't do that. Yeah, I if agree. You, if you are in a toxic situation, your kids can feel it no matter how fucking old they are. Yeah. And, like, if it means two houses, it just means two houses. Like, if I got to go to dad's house for the weekend, that's better than dad and mom fighting each other every day. I swear now, to God. you mentioned earlier, you know, you've got a mom, I've got a mom. Our moms have put up with some shit. When you mm-hmm. were younger... <laughs> this is so weird because you know we're immigrant families nobody gets divorced so nobody. you just yeah your parents you just watch your parents like hate each other for your entire you watch life your parents communicate poorly <laughs> for your entire life and so, then you wonder why you're not successful in the dating field for, for 20 years like i have you know yeah. <laughs> yeah and then you wonder why one single argument with your husband you're like okay well that's it he hates me uh, yes. um, but when I was growing up, this is so fucked. Okay, when I was growing up, I because I didn't. I moved to America when I was ten. That's the first time I ever met kids who had parents who were divorced, right? In uh-huh. middle school. So I'm like, oh wow, okay. So so and so's divorced. Uh, parents are divorced, and they go to two different houses. I, as a child, was like, that sounds fucking cool as hell. You have two <laughs> houses to go to, and like. If Mauricio and Kyle were to get divorced, you know those two houses are going to be incredible houses. Amazing, so like, yeah. Like you would, and Portia's going to get two houses. She's probably going to get two cars. She's going to she's going to get two of everything. So when I was growing up, I thought to myself, you know, parents divorcing sounds better than whatever I've got going on. <laughs> Girl, do you know one time I went to my mom and told her, "Mom, you need to file divorce." <laughs> <laughs> what did she say? She was like, Rafa, what are you talking about? You know? <laughs> please, please leave me alone. So she didn't want to have the conversation. <laughs> yeah, of but, course. Well, so the reason I learned about two houses um, yeah. was that, uh, do you remember the Babysitter's Club? Uh-huh. And then they had Babysitter's Club little sister with Karen, who was Jesse's <laughs> stepsister. Okay. And so it was like a whole series based around Jesse's stepsister who had brought who had been brought into the family through marriage so it was like mm-hmm. about Jesse's home and yeah. also Karen's home with her mom it was like a very like interesting situation yeah and so I just but like that's the way I heard about it two of everything yeah. So like one of the big selling oh my god, I feel like such a dweeb. But like one of the best <laughs> interesting parts of those books was like uh the name of the girl was Hannah Papaticus. No, that was one of the friends. It was Karen. Yeah, so Karen had two glasses. That was a big point. Okay. She had two pairs of glasses. One of them, the one at her mom's house was red and the one at her dad's house was like a different color for some other reason. Or whatever. Yeah. And they just made divorce sound so cool. <laughs> it sounds so cool, right? Which I know, like, and again, I think back to your point, parents, people, if you've got a shitty situation, your kids are better off. 
Yeah, but, truly. Um, I, 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 I harbor some resentments. Like I wish, you know, even if it wasn't full divorce, just like take some time and decide how to reorganize our household so that this is a successful dynamic for all of us. Yeah. Um, instead of like trying to hold on to these traditional ideas of like what is good for the kids, because it's not good for the kids no. when you're like, oh, daddy's cheating on mom today. Maybe that's not why he's home. You know, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Out, you know what I'm saying? Maybe yeah. he wasn't cheating, but I shouldn't have learned that, you know. Yeah. Not talking about me, of course, obviously not talking <laughs> about my household at all, but like. <laughs> But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like we're not dumb. We can see all that shit. And yeah. And and uh, this might sound a little misogynist. Give it. Give me some grace. But it's like when I feel like I often feel like women who say, "Oh, we're staying together for the kids." I think that's a self-esteem, personal issue, and has nothing to do with us. They yeah. they tell themselves that it has something to do with us because they want to feel noble in their action. Yes. But these are people who don't want to admit failure. Yep. And divorce does feel like a failure. And I will acknowledge that it must be very painful to decide you you're gonna spend the rest of your life with this person and then things change and they're mm-hmm. out of your control and you know so they don't want to admit the failure of the marriage and they don't know what to do with themselves if they aren't a wife or a mother. And I'm oh, yeah. very curious about Kyle in that regard because her front facing persona has been wife and mother on this show. Yeah. She's yeah. been vaguely a businesswoman with these stores, these caftan selling stores. But like, I'm very curious to see how Kyle rebrands herself um, as she sort of separates herself from Mauricio publicly. Yeah, agreed. And I think you're bringing up a great point. I don't think that it's uh, it sounds like misogyny. It actually is internalized misogyny a lot of times for these women that put them in these situations where they're like, I literally can't be anything but a mother and a wife. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if I don't have that, then what am I? And it's like, well, the patriarchy has made you believe that that's all you have to be. But there's a lot of things that you could be and everybody's better off when mom is happy. So right. You're not being a martyr by being a miserable person. It doesn't make me feel any better if Ooh, you're that martyr word. I'm not talking about my mom. <laughs> <laughs> this turned into therapy. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle, why did you have to divorce when me and my mom are working on our relationship? Get it together, girl. Maybe your mom needs to get on the Ozempic and get a. Oh my god! Get a get a, a rock. Well, what's so funny is that my mom actually has diabetes, so maybe she should get on she Ozempic. Probably should. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> okay, but um, yeah. truly, like I, uh, I am very curious to see like who Kyle will want to be in the space. Also, I think it's very interesting that. I didn't, I had no clue. So I had no clue about the Morgan Wade rumors, which I'm assuming mm-hmm. we'll get into at some point. I had no clue about them um, until the separation, you know, reports on people. So uh, why did I mention that? 
my brain just. Um, <laughs> fuck, 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 fuck. Why did I mention that? Uh, lost it. Don't know All where right, it is. Well, it'll come <laughs> back to you when it comes back to you. I also didn't really know about it. I saw a couple, like I saw Kara, you know, our friend Kara Berry. I saw her kind of out there being like, I don't know, guys. She has been posting about Mauricio. Father's Day happened and there was no Father's Day post. And this is Miss- She is mad at that nigga. She's oh, that's what I was getting at. There yeah, we go. Yeah, yeah. I just remembered. I just remembered. Yeah. Um so, right? She stopped chilling with Mauricio. Yeah. And now she's posted up with her sisters every fucking place. Yeah. Have you seen pictures? She's with Kathy and Kim all the time now. All the time. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. That's yeah. another reason I'm curious about what Mauricio did because it isn't just, oh, years, like 20 years of philandering rumors that she finally got fed up with. Like these are big family feuds that she stuck with her man for. Now here's the other monkey wrench in all of this. Farah, who is Kyle's daughter, Mauricio's mm-hmm. stepdaughter, she yeah. posted pictures from that wedding recently, Kim's daughter's wedding, and she did not tag her mother in any photos. Even though the mother was in the pictures? Even though Kyle's in the pictures, Farah didn't tag her mom in any of the pictures that she posted. So she's on Mauricio's side. She's on Team Mauricio, which is crazy, because that's that's your mom and your stepdad, right? But like here's the thing. If we believe the hookup rumors, then Kyle is dating someone younger than Farah, which oh. I would have a problem with. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And maybe you and Farah isn't Farah the one who works at Mauricio's agency? She does. Yes, she's. Well, I think all of the girls will eventually just work at the agency. I think that's where okay. all their jobs is going to be. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, that's. I mean, that's possible. Now, let's talk about this Morgan Wade person. I also didn't really know anything about it. First, I saw, okay, maybe those two are fighting, Kyle and Mauricio, whatever. And then, like, all of the internet was like, there's another woman and blah, blah, blah. I have to preface this first to say it is very easy for people to be like, Kyle is hanging out with a queer woman, therefore she is also fucking this queer woman. I think that's fucked up. Like, we can't just assume that just because she is gay – that Kyle is also now gay because you know what? You could just have queer friends. It's fine. However, we've got tattoos. We've got shared tattoos. We're wearing matching rings. Yeah. Also, a resurfaced clip that has come to my attention. Do you remember when Erica Jane like playfully says like Ted, Teddy and Kyle too close, they share the same bed, things like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... I could believe Kyle is kind of like letting her. So so I'm of two minds, actually, because Kyle is very, in my opinion, performatively, performatively uptight. Mm-hmm. Like, she's always like, why are we cursing? Or like, yeah. don't do drugs. Or like when, yeah. Kyle, when Denise was like accused of hooking up with Brandy, she was like, <gasps> you know. Yeah, yeah that was and fucked so, up. Yeah. So I'm like, is she performatively conservative in those regards because she was hiding something herself? Yeah. Maybe not hiding, but trying to suppress something herself. Yeah. And like and is let- Kyle secretly a coked out lesbian and she didn't want <laughs> to talk about it? Well, you know, I honestly believe like people who are so passionately I'm not saying that Kyle is a homophobe at all, but people who are so passionately anti a thing, like 
I always feel like, are you mad about it because somebody else gets to live a life that you wish that you, you could live? Uh, yeah, you, you know what I mean? Have. Like Kyle, because that's why you always find out like the most homophobic like politicians are like the gayest, right? Yeah, so, like, like Larry Craig and shit like that. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. So Kyle's like over the top reaction when all the Denise and Brandy stuff was going on, which I found to be very homophobic, very problematic. Like I found it to be really gross and slut shamey and all of that. I now am looking at the irony, of course, of Kyle potentially leaving her husband for a woman. Mm -hmm. That's, you know, that's juicy. That's, that's theater. That's, but also like, (laughs) but also like, I feel like, too like Kathy would probably judge the fuck out of you if you were like eating box you know what I'm saying (laughs) do you think Kathy's ever had anybody eat hers I don't think so her man maybe I don't think so you don't think Rick is getting in there (laughs) (laughs) I don't think so I feel like Kathy's also super uptight yes but like I'm you, there's no way that you are best friends with Michael Jackson and Latoya oh, Jackson. <laughs> and you haven't taken it in holes that other people would be shocked by. That's true. She's probably gotten fucked in her ear. It don't even make sense logistically, <laughs> but Kathy's nasty. I'd put money on this. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. I forgot about the Michael Jackson stuff. I was like, yeah, I, yeah. I imagined Kathy is the lady with like floral china all over her house. I forgot that Kathy yes. was. <laughs> and then there's and then there's floral china in their bedroom because she's like Rick. I brought us tea to go to bed and then he's pounding her out like crazy and there's broken china all over the <laughs> bedroom floor. Are you kidding me? <laughs> You're an amazing writer because that's a beautiful scene you just created. <laughs> I just want to eat them. It's our, it's our nightcap and their nightcap is like lavender chamomile or whatever. And he just pounds her the fuck out. <laughs> And also, I don't think you stay married as long as Kathy Hilton has stayed married without, to our knowledge, um, major problems in the marriage, without giving him what he wants, you know? Yeah, that's true. That's true. But some men don't want to go down there, which is fucked up. And I feel like Um, Rick Rick Hilton feels like a person of that age, right? Who is like... "Hmm." That's so interesting to me because you're probably telling the truth, but I think I'm also telling the truth. Where every time a man says he does not go down, he like really just gets in there. Yeah. It's for his friends. It's for his friends. Like, yeah. Every time a man's like, I don't really like to do that. He his tongue is the best tongue. True story. <laughs> All right. I mean, sometimes there are men who won't go down or whatever, but they're not the kind of men who make declarations about it. They're sort of just like, oh, they're lazy. They don't feel like being down there. But like yeah, every true. time a man is like, I don't do that. Yes, you do, nigga. I'm sitting on your face tonight. What are we talking about? <laughs> well, again, it goes back to when you're so passionately anti a thing. That's if true. You mostly just want it. Yeah, you mostly just want it or you resent yourself for wanting it. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Totally, um, totally. So there's a lot of other divorces. We could kind of like run through some of them. Let's do um, it. Let's do it. So. It's kind of whatever, but the Zolciak Beermans are back in the picture for some fucking reason. I don't care about them. But so yes. What are your thoughts? 
I was interested up until like two weeks ago. And then I was like, oh, these motherfuckers are playing around. Because they're like publicly performing their divorce in a way that I can't process. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like, like, why are you calling 911 for this bogus shit? Like, there was a story, I think, where uh, there's a master. So, first of all, they live in a mansion, mind you. Yes. So, yes. at the very least, there are two bathrooms with a shower in it. Yes. And there are probably half bathrooms all over the place. Sure. But Croy apparently called 911 because Kim wouldn't let him shower in their primary bathroom. <laughs> And then, and then like, and then like what he claimed at some point she punched him, but he added that part to the story later when the cops were like, what are you calling us for this for? You know? Yeah. And so I'm like, initially I thought that they were in an acrimonious divorce and that Croy was finally fed up because she was spending money they didn't have. But now it just seems like some kind of coordinated thing to get as much press as possible to unfortunately be invited back to Atlanta or at least have something reignited, maybe tardy for the party or maybe someplace else. Yeah, um, I agree. Like that. I agree. I don't trust anything they do. I don't believe anything they do because I just, I don't trust them. There's nothing real about these Looney Tunes and that's, that's how I feel about that. Well, um, so I'm yeah. like, uh, as a person who has, finally got in money together until lol we went on strike and now i don't have any money but um (laughs) but i promise i'm broke these days not of my own volition okay i was responsible (laughs) until i lost nine weeks worth of paychecks (laughs) um (laughs) We're almost on week 10, girl. I am I'm oh tired. God. Yeah, we gotta get it together, guys. Between the studios the... need to pay us. I'm yes. so tired. I'm hungry. I'm, I'm... <laughs> between the Canadian wildfires and no fall television. Yes, I'm what, I'm what are you what are we doing? We can't breathe <laughs> and we can't watch Abbott Elementary. Like, what are we doing? People what life is that. this? <laughs> what life is this that we're living? Um but uh uh so so uh as a person who has been really bad with money and things like that, I genuinely and I have never had as much money to lose as they had. So like Mm -hmm. I admit that I might not know what it means to have like $5 million and then blow a million gambling, but that just seems insane to me. And I'm not being judgmental. I just mean like, I cannot imagine sitting in a casino and spending Mm -hmm. Mm $250,000. Like even if, okay, my addiction is that big. I cannot conceive of being partnered with someone who does that and letting it happen for as long as Croy claims as the victim that it happened. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like that story that Brielle told about her mom driving her from Georgia to North Carolina so they could, you know, and then she had to sleep outside the car. Like, so what did Croy do when Kim and um, Brielle got home? Not that I'm like victim blaming or something, but Mm -mm. like, 
when you are partnered with someone with an addiction, like you got to move like somebody who's partnered with somebody with an addiction, the addiction you claim, unless you also enabled or, par- or participated in the addiction, as we found out, because he owes his own 52K balance on a casino. Oh, my God. Yep. That came out last week that he owes a 52K balance on a casino in the in the Caribbean, in the Bahamas. But it's the same casino Kim dropped like mad bills at. So I'm like, is it that Kim put money under his name? Or is he also an enabler and a participant? And this is all just throwing accusations at each other. So the other person looks worse in the press or in the Like, it's all very crazy. Like, there's Absolutely. And then, you know, it comes out that he owes Rolls Royce, like how BMW or whatever. How, so I'm like, you don't get to jump out the fucking window when you file for divorce. This bitch is financially irresponsible. When you owe the car, yeah. you owe a casino. Like, what are you doing, Croy? Mm-hmm. And then when you saw her, like, you know, Croy's maybe my age. I don't know. A yeah. couple of years younger than me. So I know that Kim's older than him. Remember when she said she was like 35 on the show? We were all no, like, she, 40. Yeah, she claimed she was like under 30 when she joined Housewives. And I was, and I was like, like no, 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 you weren't. No. Um, but, but like, even if like he is young and she led the relationship in terms of access to, you know, different things, because I could see he's like a corn fed Iowa boy or Idaho, yeah. wherever he's from. And he's like, you know, enamored by Atlanta and this popular woman. I can see how all that happens. Sure. But at some point, we got to pay taxes. How do we eat together owe a million dollars? And then I come out to the in, to the press and say, she's the gambling addict. But what did you yeah. do in the meantime? You guys have been married for a very long time. Y'all got yeah. 90 million kids. Like, I, I, I just can't conceive yeah. of, like, I guess I just don't buy or believe in Croy's version of the story, which is that he's the financially responsible one and Kim's been destroying everything because there's way too much damage done for you to be somebody who was trying to temper what was going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. I also, I mean, the, there's a couple of things that I could say, okay, fine. If he's like, what, 10 years younger than her or whatever it is that the they claim he was 20 exactly 20 (laughs) he was really young like he was a fresh football player just got money and this lady jumped on his dick and was like i will love you until the end of time this crazy lady with crazy (laughs) wigs she convinced this man to sew wigs for her like (laughs) he he was young he had he loved the fuck out of her too he He seems really did he did he took on those girls like he really he went on the show like he was really really young like i do have to say like the age difference and the fact that he was in his early 20s which yes is still you're technically an adult whatever but like to me there is i don't want to say like grooming or anything but there is this thing right of like this older motherly well i don't know what croy's relationship is with his mother right like well didn't she help him cut off his family don't you remember they eventually on their show like i stopped watching their show pretty quickly but like eventually they had both alienated their families yeah exactly so it's like there is that level of like kim definitely came in hot against her parents 
Mm-hmm. Then I think she like convinced Croy also to no longer. His speak parents with were his meddling. Mom. Yes, that his yeah, because his is, mom was pretty old school and was like not having that shit. And then, yeah, which is you know very. <laughs> I'm not saying like Kim Zolciak abused Croy because again, to your point, like where were you all this time when your wife was spending two hundred fifty thousand dollars in a casino, and why do you have sixty thousand dollars that you owe somebody at a casino? Mm-hmm. But. It's like very classic abuser behavior where you're like, I'm not going to talk to my family and you're not going to talk to your family mm-hmm. either. And all we have is each other and I'm going to ride with you and I'm going to be with you forever. Please go sew my wigs, like see, <laughs> pick up the kids. I'm having your babies, your gigantic babies. They're huge. I was like, oh, okay. Those are definitely Croy's kids. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Those are Croy, like they look like Croy probably looked like before he got into football. Right? <laughs> She's like big and corn fed, you know? <laughs> they look like GMO kids. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Genetically modified children. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> but so I don't know. With but but again, to go back to like the original thing, which is that I'm now start I was originally like, okay, they're both crazy. He's fed up with her. But now I'm like, I don't trust anything that Kim Zolciak does because she is so fame hungry. Like she's yes. so desperately. Did you see that they went to church together this past Sunday? Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm like, okay, so you last week called the cops unnecessarily to tell them that I had my friend kidnap our child. And now we go into church together on Sunday. Bitches, you crazy. Are you crazy? <laughs> You, you, but see, this is how you know they super white because because they don't mind cop calling. Oh, yeah. no, you don't call the cops on me and yeah. think we eating dinner together. Nothing. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah. And then they to go to church hand in hand the next day or whatever. Like, you're, like, you're, like you're crazy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Violence is not the answer and it will get more cops called. But if you call the cops on me as my child's fault, I will beat your ass. Do you hear me? Yeah. Like, you, 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 like, this is not a joke. You said kidnapping our own child. We don't even have a custody agreement. How, how did I kidnap our child? I can take our child anywhere. What are you yeah. talking about? This is crazy. <laughs> This is crazy. Listen, they are playing. This is oh my god. This is such privileged white people shit. They are playing nine one one games. Are you are you kidding me? Yes, I will beat your ass, your mama's ass, everything. And I have never even been in a fight, but I will figure it out. I will figure it out. I pick some. You like? Are you kidding me? Calling the cop. Calling the cops and then we go to church. Get out of here. Get out of here. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. not. That's why I think that's that's when I start to really solidify. Oh, this is fake because there's yeah. no way. And even like white people would be offended by that. The fact that yeah. they're just cooling. Are you kidding me? Like think about like for example, somebody like Bethany and Jason. Can you imagine if mm-hmm. Jason called the cops and said? Oh, Bethany had her friend kidnap my child. Bethany would go for broke trying to punish that dude. Do you know what I mean? Like, so what kind of games are Kim and Croy playing here? The 911 games, I can't. Because maybe I could buy, oh, they still be smashing. So sometimes they go back and forth. You know what I'm saying? They live in the same house still. So, like, I could understand, like, Oh, maybe your feelings are complicated. So one day you bashing him in the press, and the other day you get him pounded out. Cool. But these nine one one games, these nine one one games, 
You called 911 because I wouldn't let you use the bathroom? Oh my God. <laughs> that, one is, that one is crazy. Like, There's multiple no. bathrooms. There what's in the bathroom there? What's in the bathroom, control? <laughs> I, like, it's it's just it's just crazy to me. I was, I was like, oh, these motherfuckers are playing. Because initially yeah. I was like, oh, you know, initially I was like, why are they still in the same house? And I was like, oh, probably neither of them could afford to yeah. live separately. Okay, mm-hmm. fine, I'll take that. But now I feel like they're not fully separated. Maybe they're in a rough patch in their marriage because... Ultimately, like, let's not front most, the, the number one cause of divorce in the U.S. is not like infidelity or anything. It's like financial difficulty. So like, yeah. I could believe that Croy got fed up and was like, Kim, no one's buying your used wigs. Like we need to pay bills. Yeah. Like I could yeah. understand that, but calling the cops over, she won't let you use the bathroom. That don't strike me as people who are really feeling acrimoniously or like in conflict with each other. It, for some reason, it just feels like people looking for the way to make the big, biggest mess. Yeah, for sure. Um, also in Atlanta, I had a hard I, – I didn't like her at first, but now I adore Drew Sedora yeah, on Atlanta. I think that same. she is a delight to watch because she is so delusional. <laughs> she's so funny. She's so, she's so funny. She's, I, she's also phony as fuck. And usually I hate it on someone, but I've just accepted that's the Drew package, right? And so now mm-hmm. that I've let myself enjoy it, it's okay. It's it's delightful. I think that she is <laughs> so funny. I love the fact that like every week she's having like that her chef chastity come over and make meals. <laughs> no, for it's their not family. chastity. It's chastity. Oh, so- <laughs> There's no T after the, that S. Okay. I, I specifically noticed it. I was like, stop playing with me. <laughs> Chastity, <laughs> chastity comes in, makes her a meal and they never eat it. Um, but she's always, you know, doing the thing where she's like, does she even make the meal? Does she even make the meal? We always see her just like, just like tossing greens. That's all we (laughs) see her doing. Like the only time we've seen chef chastity plate anything was that salmon last season. But after that, have you ever seen her plate a fucking thing? And that was a salmon for her like workout meals or whatever. Yes, was. exactly. Come on, get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> but those two, those two crazy kids, Ralph and Drew, are getting a divorce. Um, yeah. race to the finish line to else another one where they cameras were down. They filed for divorce, and I think they picked cameras back up. They picked cameras up. Yeah. Um, I enjoy watching. Um, you know, it's like, you know, when sometimes you watch a movie where you get like the ending first and then they're like 15 weeks ago yeah. and then they go back. I love that stuff. Cause I'm like, I, I love the spoiler already ahead of it. Yes. I oh my God. Wait, can we do a quick detour there? Because yeah, I am also, I am also telling the end. So I know what to do because yes. I cannot do suspense. I am mm-hmm. a very anxious person. And mm-hmm. unless I'm high all the time, I can't do your thrillers with you. So mm-hmm. like I will, no matter what, if it's a scripted show, I will go to Wikipedia and I will find out the ending of the show and then keep watching so that I ar- see how you arrive there. So yes, like the, we've gotten the spoiler. Drew knows Ralph is as psycho as we've been telling her for two years. Yeah. And she finally filed for divorce. And I yes. want to see what happens. 
Yeah. So in Atlanta, like Atlanta, I, people are complaining about Atlanta. I'm still enjoying watching Atlanta. I, I don't understand. Here's the thing. Um, and you're not allowed to say this. So let me just monologue real fast. <laughs> um, there's this weird thing that Black Bravo fans do, and I'm over it. I'm very tired of them being hypercritical of the Black women on our network. Our network. We don't own it. We don't ownership in Mine and Andy's and yours. <laughs> mine, mine, Andy, and yours network. <laughs> but it actually is like very infuriating to me because um, I, I've mentioned on, on your podcast before that I think that Black uh, reality TV fans sort of watch TV a little differently than um, white reality TV fans. And um, I don't know what, you know, I don't have any sociological reason for why that is. Um, I could come up with theories, but I don't want to offend anybody. But like <laughs> there, there, there seems to be this attraction that um, Black reality fans, particularly Bravo ones, seem to have to retribution and punishment mm -hmm. as opposed to letting people be who they are. And so, you know, like even the other day, it was crazy. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Someone said, because I tweeted this too. I was like, oh, it's kind of annoying that this People magazine announcement about Kyle and Mauricio came out after uh, filming is done, mm -hmm. but we have no idea because Lisa Renna wasn't there to leak it. We have yes. no idea. We have no idea what they share on the show. So whatever. But someone like was like, I hope that at the reunion, Garcelle gets them together. And I'm like, gets them together for what? <laughs> Why do you think that the reunion is a place to punish people for like not performing storylines the way you like, I just think that that's such a bizarre mentality. Like gets them together for what? This nigga and his wife are not having a good time in their marriage. Gets them together for what? You don't even know what happened. Mm -hmm. Thank God we don't know, because again, Lisa Rinna's not there. She didn't leave. Yes. And isn't LVP vindicated? Anyway, so yeah. like there is this weird thing like where people don't even want to watch the season. They look forward to retribution or punishment or something. And so then when Andy doesn't drag Giselle and he drags Monique, and he didn't even drag Monique, if we're yeah. being really real. But because you think that Giselle's deserving of punishment, now Andy's racist because he didn't he didn't drag Giselle to your heart's content. He uh, he 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 questioned Monique about her money because she does like to flex her money. Anyway, whatever. I don't want to get yeah. into a tangent, but I just think that there's this weird obsession with you know the character I hate needs to be humiliated and flogged on the reunion, and if it doesn't happen, then. Uh, the show needs to go away. Not, oh, we like to watch characters that are unpleasant or hard to watch. Mm -hmm. Or not hard to watch, because I don't like characters that are hard to watch. Yeah. But I mean, like, this idea that the person you don't like, like, Kenya must suffer. Like, mm -hmm. I'll go on, like, Instagram blogs, and it'll be, like, clips on The Shade Room or OMFG Reality TV, and, like, you'll see something where it's like Kenya crying because Mark is mean to her. It's like, that's what she get for bullying Portia in season five. And it's like, are you nuts? And I don't see, and like, I don't mean to be like white people don't do this because I hate when black people are like, well, you don't see white people doing this shit. But like, really, like, 
the only reason I'm making the comparison is because, like, for some reason, Black reality TV stands, particularly Bravo stands, really want to destroy our product that is designed for us if they don't feel like a woman who was mean to somebody before hasn't got appropriately, you know, Cersei, like shame, 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 shame th- shit thrown on her and she walked down the street. So it's like, no matter what happens to Kenya, Kenya could get stabbed on the street and people will be like, that's what she get for talking to Portia like that <laughs> in season seven. And it's just like, whoa, 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 whoa. How are we here? <laughs> yeah, I do. I do think that I will say that I think that, you know, I can't make a comment on the black viewers because I am just a viewer. But I do think that New Jersey is a place where I realize that they do it to everybody. Um, I think a lot of fans really want this sense of the person that I don't like needs to be punished and driven off the show. Like, they need to be driven off the show. Like, yeah. I'm going to argue with you that with New Jersey, it's because Teresa has a cult. It's yes. not It's not present in any of the other white franchises. There has yes. never, at, at any point, at any point, no one has said, oh my God, um, Luann is being horrible to Carol. <laughs> Get her off the show. Yeah. She, called, she called Carol a pedophile. Get her off the show. I've never seen that. I've never yeah, seen yeah, that yeah. in yeah, my yeah, fucking yeah. life. Yeah, yeah. So like, I hear what you're saying. I really mm-hmm. do think that there is a different relationship to reality TV. I don't know. You know, I should probably, I would love to sit down and think about it. Maybe when I have time, but like, <laughs> I do want to understand like this sense of retribution. So yeah, like, I don't remember where we started this, but all I know is that I think it's weird that people are like, good for Kenya. Mark should get her house. And I'm yeah, like, yeah, what? Yeah. What are yeah, we doing here? Yeah. Anyway. But also like new, with Atlanta, we started on this because people are mad that Atlanta is like not good enough. Like, Oh every, yes, there we go. That's this what, sorry to cut of like, yeah, this It should be canceled. It should be canceled. Look at the ratings. The ratings are so bad. I'm like, yeah. Bravo is not going to cancel Real Housewives of Atlanta, you guys. Everybody needs to shut the hell up. Like, And relax. also, fuck Nini. Fuck Nini. Fuck Nini. Fuck Nini. Fuck Nini. Like, truly. And, and, uh, and um, I don't, and I wonder, I wonder how old the fans are who are mm-hmm. saying this, like, can't, that Nini needs to come back. You have mm-hmm. never had a job. If you think that you could call your boss a racist and a co-head and not just stop there. You tell everyone to boycott the network mm-hmm. and then you didn't just file a lawsuit against Bravo and Andy. You filed a, a lawsuit against NBC Universal. Yeah. Are you kidding? One of the biggest entities in television, you filed a lawsuit against them mm-hmm. and said that they're racist while you still over here kikiing with Kim, who is the person who's evident, like the evidence of racism that you yes. cite in your lawsuit is all Kim and reaction to Kim. Yep. And yep. you out here trying to be on TV with her. This is delusional to think Nini comes back. And then the fact that this show that employs so many black people, because remember Candy got Bravo to, um, during like the George Floyd kind of turmoil era where everybody yeah. was like, well, let's get... Let's let's get our licks and we're going to get our reparations one way or another. <laughs> so didn't do you remember Candy? I think she started an internship program and asked mm-hmm. them to hire predominantly black production companies, right? So mm-hmm. 
So you people want all these black people to lose their jobs because Nene can't get back on the show? Suck my dick, yo. I just, I feel bad that I'm talking to a non-black woman about this, but it is like, it is a major frustration of mine, this sort of like misguided pro-blackness where all you're doing is overcorrecting or over-criticizing black products. And it doesn't just happen to reality TV. I feel like I have such a personal relationship to it or like a, a sensitivity to it because they did that to a black lady sketch show when it premiered, just mm-hmm. over-criticizing in a way, because like, I think, you know, sometimes people get so woke, they're asleep. You know what I'm saying? Where it's just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like, you've been up for two days. And so now your brain is functioning <laughs> like you are asleep. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Like, so you, you so woke, you're asleep. You're like, you're applying such stringent, hard standards to black people that you are now just as racist as the oppressors in what you expect of them, this perfection that you expect of them. And so now, because, you know, yeah, like because Marlo won't get flogged at the reunion, the show shouldn't exist, or the ratings are low, even though the ratings are better than um, every everything except for Beverly Hills, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So like, what are we even talking about here? This makes yeah. no sense to me. I don't know. I get yeah. very frustrated about that. Yeah. Yeah, and also I think everybody needs to relax. The way they like complain about ratings, I, I'm always like, are you getting a cut? It doesn't matter. Watch the fucking show or don't watch the show. So I don't I have, care what the ratings are. You I might have, have a different perspective because you are a person who works in entertainment. No, 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 no. I agree with you. I agree with yes. you fully. Like my thing is like, why are you trying to kill people's jobs? If you don't like something, just yes. move on. You know what yes. I'm saying? Like the yes. same way that you're saying the ratings aren't the same, it's because people moved on. But they aren't trying to kill the fucking show. I just yeah. think it's so crazy. Um, whatever. I could get into this theory I have about how, um, how you know, Gen Z, but also the social media um, generation. So that includes people like us too. Just mm-hmm. kind of like have learned to universalize personal experiences. And so now if I don't like something, no one gets to have it. As opposed yes. to... Oh, I don't like something. Let me just disengage. I don't know where we forgot to disengage. And you'll see over and over, there'll be a clip on, like I recent, like I saw just this morning, like a clip of, like a preview of Kenya hosting Sanya's auction on on Real Housewives that's going to air on Sunday. And I thought the clip was cute. I thought Kenya did a good job. I love the candy and Magneta and Drew were excited to donate. Yeah. And I thought it was a good clip. I thought it was a lighthearted, fun yeah. clip. And in the audience, bring Nini back. Bring Portia back. The show died. Okay. Then there's cancel the show. It's not good anymore. If it's not good anymore, why are you under this clip? Just scroll the fuck on. Like, you know what I mean? I just think I just think that um, in the social media age, audiences have learned to be very controlling in a way that is useless. And, yeah. um, and so they're, they're trying to control, like, I always say this, but it's like, it's TV. It's not a choose your own adventure novel. Yes. And like, I don't understand why, like people think that the TV show should happen the way that they want it to. And I say this somewhat hypocritically because I do have advice for good ideas about how to make a TV show, but that's cause I know how to make a TV show. You know, yeah. Yeah. I don't know how to make a reality show, but I know how to make a TV show. 
Um, yeah. So yeah, it's like, I'm sorry I went on this rant, but it's like a major frustration for me. And it really bothers me because I really do only see it amongst black viewers um, online or whatever. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and it was, and it's so funny because you'll see, it was like, cancel Potomac. If Robin comes back, cancel Potomac, cancel Seriously. Potomac. But then today under that clip from um, Real Housewives of Atlanta, they were like, Atlanta's boring. When is RHOP coming back? I was like, I thought we were supposed to cancel it when Robin comes back. Of you know what course. I mean? If, 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 uh, if TV executives listen to social media, we would never get anything good. Yeah. And also I don't understand this idea of like, I only want the people on the show that I really like that like each other, that get along with each other, that never fight. Yeah. Okay, then that's not the show that we're watching here. The right. point of the show is that we need that conflict. Like even Atlanta, people are really annoyed. Like I find Marlo to be annoying. Yes. But I do understand her purpose because even watching her pretend to be a good person and then 30 seconds later <laughs> Switch to being an absolute lunatic is entertaining to me because, and then people are like, she's going to need to come to the reunion and people are going to need to come after her. And I'm like, no, you literally don't She's showing her ass. She's showing her ass already. It's fine. We all know, like, you have to be, this idea that, like, in order for your feelings about this person to be validated, when the reunion happens, everybody, including Andy, has to beat their ass. Yes. Like, no, your feelings are still valid if you don't like her and you think she's crazy. That's still true to you. That's okay. We don't need, just because Andy then doesn't pile on whatever your feelings are, doesn't mean that now, well, we're watching a different show. Oh, he's watching a different show. Yeah, no, he don't care like you care, you loser. He doesn't care. check. You know why he showed up to the reunion? Easy 200K. I would bet it's 200K. Are you kidding me? Yes. What do you mean? Why is Andy even here? The way he's going at Teresa, 200K. That's why he's there, my nigga. What are you talking about? Yeah, and so everybody needs to get a grip. Watching Drew and Ralph pretend to have a happy marriage while they're getting a divorce is very fun for me. I like it. It's, it's, um, I, so what I'm excited to see is because, because the audience has spotted Ralph as a gaslighter from yes. minute one. This Tampa yes. shit, the, the shit with those surveillance cameras, this nigga's been crazy the whole time. <laughs> I want to see, I want to see, because I think that Drew knows her man is crazy. Like, I think mm-hmm. Drew knows. Um, but I want to see, I want to see what happens where, like, if, because Andy said when Drew was on Watch What Happens Live a couple uh, weeks ago, um, Andy said, we're going to see some things play out during the season. So I'm like, ooh, what are we going to see? Because I want to see Drew's turning point. Like, you yeah. know, like when when you're in a relationship or a situation with a man, you kind of go, someone's off about this motherfucker. But you kind of yeah. ignore it because the sex yeah. is good or he's nice to your kids or something like yeah. that. I want to know when Drew went, no, this nigga's crazy for real. I want to see yeah. the moment. I want to hear it. I want to hear her talk about it. I can't wait. I hope that it's something to do with the fact that her sister is back in her life. Yes, me too. Because Ralph was like, she's, she said that I'm a bad person. She, she says I'm controlling, so I will not allow her in our home. I know. Isn't that nuts? Isn't that nuts? Here's something. And I don't know how much, I don't know how much other people listen to their parents as they are adults, but if my sister said that my husband 
was controlling and my mom uh and my husband said my sister is not allowed in my house my mom would not have that my yeah. mom would be like no you need to make sure that your partner understands our familial bond like even no matter how poor my relationship with yep. my sister would be my mom would not let me on account of a man ban my sister ban my sister from my house it's one thing if me and my sister are not talking but i'm talking to you and my man won't let you in my house my mom would never have that my mm -hmm. mom would never have that oh, if no, we my still mom, in communication yeah. it's one thing if i also banned you from my house but i'm still in communication with you and i don't let you into my home because my husband says so my mom would not have that she would not have that Mm -mm, no, I have a brother who I famously, my eldest brother, I don't really get along that great with him. And my mom has been like, I don't care if you guys don't get along with each other. I don't care what the issue is, but you're not going to do this thing where like your kids don't get to see their kids. Like yeah. I'm not doing that shit with my grandchildren. Yeah. Everyone's going to see each other. Yeah. Figure it out. Find yeah. some common ground and figure it out. But like, and my husband has never been one to be like, uh, banning any, like, even when I fought with my, my brother, my husband's never been like, oh, I don't like the way he, whatever. I don't like what he said, whatever. So I think it would be best if we never see them again. My husband's yeah, like, whatever, maybe. man, that's your, that's your sibling. That's your blood. I'm not going to get yeah. involved with how you deal with that. So yeah, I'm excited to see that. Um, speaking of, this is not related to Bravo, but it just happened this week. With the mm -hmm. Kiki Palmer Usher, Ooh. Kiki Palmer's baby daddy. Let's stuff. talk so about I, it. It's all in Let's talk about mind. it. Because we need to talk about how shitty men are. In these situations, Kyle, <laughs> Mauricio did something. Okay. Those we don't know ideas. what Mauricio did, but he did something because she mad. She mad about something. <laughs> yeah. Ralph is crazy. Mm -hmm. Croy has debt and he's acting like he doesn't. Men are not great, guys. Men mm -hmm. are not. Do you well. know how do you know how yeah. embarrassing it is to be heterosexual? And I don't mean that so embarrassing. And I don't mean that and I don't mean that in a condescending, I wish I were gay, so yeah. I didn't have to deal with them. I mean that like there is nothing I can do about the fact that I wanna fuck men who will inevitably be terrible to me because they are socialized that way. And like no matter what. My yeah. nigga ain't gonna be shit. I don't know what it is. I don't know why I can't do it. Like, it, I'm not here. Like, I just wish I could fuck women. I'm not there. That, that's not what I'm doing. All I'm saying is there's nothing I can do to rewire myself to not be attracted to probably the cause of my demise. <laughs> you know? No, I get it. It's like being American. Like, it's so embarrassing to be American. But you're like, well, this is where I live. And there's literally nothing else. For there's me nothing. Here. Yeah, there's nothing as good as it is here. But shit, this sucks. Like, even, you know, I like, I'm, I used to be like super into true crime. But then when my antidepressants kicked in, it really reduced. Uh, yes. So I think that says something about the genre and what it's doing to us. But yes. like, I'm, I love Dateline. And someone was saying to me, he's like, oh, you know, you should watch this documentary about a serial killer. And I was like, no, I don't want to watch something about a serial killer because serial killers are random, right? Mm -hmm. Obviously, there are societal things and patriarchal things that happen. Sure. Um, but serial killers are random. But I love Dateline because it affirms my worldview. You'll meet a woman at the top of the episode. She dies. They'll show you like four suspects. But ultimately, her nigga killed her. Her man killed her. And that is... That is what is that is what being straight is. There's because what because what'll happen is like at the beginning of the episode it'll be like 
we love them together. They had so much fun. We introduced them. It's always the best friend who introduced the victim <laughs> to the partner who's like, we love them together. They seemed so much fun and they were happy. And then and then five like 55 minutes into the episode, yeah, that nigga choked her out because he was mad about some money or some shit. And that's yeah. just that's just what life as a heterosexual woman is. I know that's morbid, but like it truly is. No, it's it's true. It's slim out there. <laughs> Even when I hate my husband, I'm like, well, you're the best one I could find. Yes, so. you're the best one I could find. And I feel confident you won't strangle me. So <laughs> I feel confident you're not gonna kill me. <laughs> so we're good here. You know? <laughs> Okay, it's like so- it's like I'm dating a super serious guy right now. He's like yeah. super serious, not dating super seriously. He is just a very super serious guy. He's like very intense and brooding. And I'm mm-hmm. always like, he's thinking too long. <laughs> like, what is, <laughs> is he imagining how to hang me or some shit like this? You know what I mean? <laughs> no, there's so many times when I'm like trying to get my husband to tell me his feelings, and he's like, no, I'm fine. And I'm like, you're not fine. I feel like one day you're not fine is gonna turn into like some serious physical stuff he's like no i swear to god i'm not gonna kill you i just (laughs) like i'm annoyed about like the eagles or like something related to sports or work but then even but even do you know like after like a super bowl if you're on the losing team and you're drunk you will beat the shit out of your wife like that's a thing men also (laughs) do true that's true i do have to preface to say the eagles did lose a super bowl this year and there was no and your man did not kill you (laughs) no no thank god No, I know. I know. Not to make light of domestic violence or anything, but that didn't happen in my But I mean, also, like, let's make light of it, because what the fuck else can we do? Like, these rates... These are these rates are sky high, you know what I mean? Let's laugh to keep from crying. Oh, my God. (laughs) All right. So, if you missed it, this week, uh, Kiki Palmer went to an Usher concert, and then they sang together, and they were flirting with each other, and she was looking amazing. And she, she looked had bad on- as hell, didn't she? Mm. God, Mm-mm. she had on a beautiful black gown of some sort with like an undersuit with her. So she was wearing up. like so she was wearing a leotard. So it was a John yes. Paul Gaultier like um, a see through like mesh gown with like some little uh, hearts yeah. on it. And then she wore a full black leotard. And to be clear, I personally didn't think the leotard was offensive, but some people might have her husband, mm-hmm. her baby daddy muscle, which yes. is like, so she looked like, you know how they have those playboy, excuse me, at the like playboy club. Yes. They have those playboy bunny, like leotards, the little poof on the butt, on the tail. Yeah. Well, so just imagine Kiki was wearing that leotard under a full length, Full long sleeve, full length, um, mesh see through black yeah. gown. Uh, so so uh, hot, by the way. She looked. And so, first of all, post pregnancy, that bitch is so bad. She's always been cute, but there is something. She's a woman now. You hear me? She is. She is. She's like this body made a baby, and I lactated, yes. and now I feel amazing. <laughs> like I fed look, a human, and I made a human. Yes, and, and she's even said it. She said like. She's like, I filled out after the pregnancy and I've gotten way more confident. And I love yeah. that for her. Anyway. Yeah. But that's also as like for, I think that's such a good message because oftentimes there's like that, uh, 
that so you got to snatch right back like, and snatch you got to yeah, snap back, whatever, all that. And shit. act so like her, you have to, you've never been pregnant before, you know, Yeah, but she's no. just living in her post-pregnancy body. And I love that for her. Oh God. I, the clip is up on my phone right now. She's just so fucking hot. Okay. So this video came up. She's having a great time. Darius Dalton, her baby daddy said something her bum like, ass baby daddy. Let's be clear. <laughs> He said, he said, I can't even find what his initial tweet was, but he said something like, it's the dress, though. You're a mother. And we're like, <laughs> fuck off. So he got dragged. And then he had the audacity to say, we live in a generation where a man of the family doesn't want the wife and mother to, of his kids to show showcase booty cheeks to please others. And he gets told how much of a hater he is. This is my family and my representation. I have standards and morals to what I believe. I rest my case. First of all, you ain't what a loser. You're a cornball. Yeah. You're a cornball. You first of all, you're a loser. Because yeah. if because me, I have too much ego. Oh my God. Sometimes ego is bad, but sometimes ego will protect the fuck out of you. I <laughs> wish, I wish my man would be dancing on Beyonce publicly and my loser ass get on Twitter and be like, but you a father though. Get the fuck yeah. out of here. Are you kidding me? Yeah. You loser. You loser. Anyway, go yeah. ahead. It was ridiculous. And of course, everybody came for him because you don't, because Kiki Palmer is like universally beloved right now. Yeah. She's, yeah. she is, I, everybody loves her. She's great. She's funny. She's unbelievably talented. Yeah. And it just, this guy coming online now, of course, Black Twitter came for him and they found a whole bunch of shit about this dude. Uh -huh. He's had problematic tweets in the past. But then that also makes me think things about Kiki, right? Because if you are seriously partnered up with somebody, mm -hmm. you know, like, yeah. I don't think personally, because we've seen Kiki be like very pro Black Lives Matter, anti-cop, all this stuff. But I'm like, if you wife up a person who is very pro-Trump and thinks that this black man should have been killed by the cops, like, like, what do we like, like, Kiki, what do you be talking about with your man? I do wonder that sometimes, like, how do you get into a relationship with a person and not know that this person has like such pro how good is the dick? Like, what are we doing that like that never comes up? I mean, the dick is obviously so good. She had a child with a broke nigga, right? Like, so it's, it's probably very what good. What did he do? So he's, um, he's the little brother of a, a not particularly successful actor. So did you watch Insecure? Yeah. Do you remember when um, Molly was dating Dro, who was married? Yeah. So Kiki's baby daddy is Dro's real life little brother. Okay. That, okay. Okay. <laughs> and that's all I got for you. He's apparently a personal trainer, but that's all I got for you. <laughs> that sounds like no, see, see, so somebody. what happened? So what happened to Kiki is what happens to a lot of us is that I think Kiki met a fine ass light skinned dude at a cookout and then was stuck. You know what I'm saying? He had curly hair and a good smile, and that was it for the. <laughs> Yeah, you know. Yeah, I guess that's he. He has some. He had some domestic violence. I think he tweeted something saying, what? "Yeah, not he had a domestic violence thing, but he tweeted saying, I don't support domestic violence, but I am not surprised that million dollar athletes get in trouble because bitches are mad stupid." Oh my! <laughs> what? When did he tweet that? I hope in twenty fifteen. It was a long time. Five years ago, but still. 
More than five. That's oh, like it's, I, I'm still stuck ago. in 2020. I know my brain does that too. <laughs> I said 2015 is just five years ago. Do we know how old he is? I don't know how eight old years he is. can make a lot a lot of a difference. Yeah, sure, but I don't even think he has a um, you know, a Wikipedia for me to know how old he is because he's yeah, like exactly. literally he's, a nobody. He's literally nobody. He is as listen. This nigga is as famous as you and I. <laughs> I'm going to argue that you are more famous than him. <laughs> I'm not famous at all. No, but I'm more I accomplished. Just... <laughs> See, just, 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 just keep having Kiki Palmer's, like, following Kiki Palmer's child equal an Emmy nomination? Like, what are we doing here? I think so. I think that, I think that the Emmy nomination is better. I would, to be honest with you, I would want the Emmy nomination more. At least it would be my thing. And I wasn't just somebody's sperm donor. Yeah, honestly, because that's the other thing. It's very easy to get somebody pregnant. Yes, yes. So it's very hard to be in a writer's room and get (laughs) any nominated for it. Exactly. (laughs) It's extremely easy for men to get women pregnant. Very, very easy. They do it all the time. So the thing that bothered me about the situation is, okay, like given some of his tweets, he seems like a conservative guy. Mm -hmm. And given some interviews I've heard Kiki say, I could imagine that she's one of these women who believes that you are submissive to your man, or at least you, you know, cater to their ego a little more. Sure. My issue is not only did he bring it to the internet, but when the internet dragged him for bringing it to the internet, he doubled down with that whole morals and da 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 da. And then I'm like, you don't got morals. If you're talking about morals in the traditional sense, you got a woman pregnant, you haven't married her. Yeah. So what are we talking about? Morals. You're not the... This is a thing that really bothers me. Oh my God, don't send me on a rant, but I, I'm, I'm ready. I got one in, I got one in the pocket. Um, there are a lot of men that I've seen trying to return to traditional um, values, right? Like they're always like, women need to be feminine and soft and quiet. But like the exchange for that is the part you're supposed to play in the patriarchal role, which is that you are supposed to be a protector and a provider. Yep. Kiki is the provider in their relationship. You can't tell me nothing. I don't give a care. I don't give a shit who his personal training clients are, what little, little small breadcrumbs he brings to the table. Ultimately, he's a stay-at-home dad and Kiki is the provider. Sure. Okay, great. And then you are obviously not a protector because a person who's protective of his wife and family, or not even wife, his baby dad, baby mama and family, yeah. would not go on the internet to criticize her and invite millions of people to criticize her too. Now, fortunately for Kiki, everybody was like, nigga, you stupid. <laughs> if, but if they had it, what you would have done is be someone who invited the world to shit on the mother of your child because of something that you could have just texted her when she got home yeah or called her about when she got home so i don't like this new age of men who want traditional morals and standards or whatever but be acting feminine as hell why are you sitting at home getting taken care of mr morals <laughs> mr man yeah, yeah, and the yeah. family yeah 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 of course why you, you know yeah, it's all this. Well, I think that there's like a, you know, there's the, uh, what did they call it? Red pill bros, I think. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And if you listen to, the, and it's also called the Manosphere 
on YouTube. Oh, okay. So it's well, red pill bros if they're white and it's like the manosphere if they're black and it's yeah. like the same stuff. But they all will say that, oh, well, in modern, that they hate the modern American woman, God. particularly in the manosphere, they'll say they hate the modern black woman. So they'll hate a woman like Kiki, but they will not, but they, if you ask them about why you don't have a job that pays for everything, then they'll come up with every excuse. Oh, you know, the economy doesn't allow for a single parent household and, or mm-hmm. single income household anymore. Okay, so you can recognize the evolution so that you don't have to pay your half of the bills, but you don't understand the evolution that then extends to the nature of the relationships that we're having. It's infuriating. What yeah. a fucking loser. This it is. is. It's, it's so frustrating because the the red pill stuff, the manosphere stuff, there is like that, that also exists right now in the South Asian community where Does it? Always, What's it called? I don't know what it's called, but I hate it. Um <laughs> they're just men who like listen to Andrew Tate and like Yes. You know, I cause you know, I don't know if you know this, but Andrew Tate recently converted to Islam. Oh yeah, to Islam, I saw. So now he's suddenly like my mom once sent me a WhatsApp video of him sit talking about how Islam like changed him. And I got oh, so God. mad at her because I was like, why are you? I was like, I mean, he's a bad guy. Like he's a he's terrible a really guy. guy. He's he a literally, racist. he literally moved to Romania so he could legally sex traffic people and then yeah. found out that it wasn't legal. Exactly. And, I told her, and she was like, well, I don't know about him, but what he's saying. So then is don't like, send me videos like, don't. about him. Yeah. I was like, if you don't know. And she was like, okay, I'm sorry, whatever. But there's a lot of stuff like that currently happening. It's There's a lot of homophobia currently happening in like the South Asian community and the Muslim okay. community. And so a lot of it is all tied to this idea of like we modernization has turned, you know, emasculated men and taken away our roles. And, you know, feminists are basically trying to, you know, it's all, it starts with misogyny and it goes to homophobia and transphobia, right? Like it goes to, yeah. Well, so my counter to that would be if you were as masculine as you say you are, there's no way that I could eliminate your role. If you are as necessary as you Mm -hmm. say you are, there's no way I could eliminate your role. If, if Kiki Palmer's baby daddy weren't a stay at home dad, there's no way she could have embarrassed him the way that she quote unquote embarrassed him. Yeah. Like she did. If she were the stay at home mom, she would have been at home with the baby, but you are not the provider in your relationship. Your dynamics are topsy turvy. If we're talking about traditional roles. So if you were the breadwinner in your household, then you would not have this problem, which yeah. isn't to say that I'm against non-traditional dynamics. I want to be very clear. I think a stay-at-home dad role is amazing, but it's yeah. clear to me he don't like it. But yeah. he don't. But he don't want to do the part to solve it. He yeah, don't want to figure out how to be the provider because he know he can't do better than Kiki Palmer, and he want to stay tucked in her pocket. So you don't get to scream from in her pocket. I'm the man, okay? <laughs> With your little self in the pocket. I'm the man, okay? Don't don't rub up on Usher. And but she, that's what you're doing with your fragile ego. And I don't even believe he was upset with her outfit. I think, like any reasonable man, yeah, the Usher is serenading, <laughs> serenading yes. your girl. Yeah. And 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 you felt the way about it. Okay, yeah. Kiki. My thing is, 
you're entitled to that insecurity. Like if my man was getting serenaded by Ciara, I was like, damn, she can work her hips in ways that I can't at home. He's yeah. going to be so disappointed. But here's what I wouldn't do. I wouldn't go on Twitter and say something about it. Of I course. would text my man and we can have a conversation about my insecurity around that. We can set appropriate boundaries for our relationship, whatever. He's not wrong for feeling insecure. Insecurity is not a thing that you can control. Mm-hmm. You can work through it, but you can't control it. Okay, if you have a moment where you're nervous or anxious, text your girl. Hey, boo, can we talk when you get home? Because I'm feeling mm-hmm. away. Mm-hmm. All right. She can ignore your text and keep partying. And then we have the conversation when you get home. Yeah. But this this foolish shit, when you get on the internet and you try to get the whole internet to jump your girlfriend, fuck you. Yeah. That ain't yeah. a protector. That ain't that ain't a man, in my opinion. Yeah. If you want to talk about traditional ideas of what manhood is. Well, I think a lot of the traditional ideas of manhood, it includes these like really uh you know these nonsensical ideas that are what's the word they're like you know oh what's the fuck is the word i'm looking for i can't remember but it's this idea that men need to be catered to because it's like oh i'm a big strong man and i provide everything for you and so you need to protect my ego but then at the same time you're saying that your ego is so fragile that a woman doing this tiniest little thing is gonna shatter it it it's doesn't paradoxical. Make any sense. It doesn't exactly. make any sense. Exactly. Then, it do- these are also, you know, yeah. But why am I protecting to e- your ego when you're the protector? Yes. So which is it? So which it's is not. it? It's am not. I the protector or are you the protector? <laughs> yes. Because we know we no know sense. I'm the provider, right? You've <laughs> yes. already relinquished that. So yeah. I'm the provider and the protector. Suck my dick, yo. Yeah. And I don't mean that in a homophobic way, especially given the topic that we're having. But like, I mean, suck my dick the way New Yorkers mean suck your dick. Yeah, but, like, yeah. but like, honestly, like, you don't get to have everything. You don't get to have everything. And and for mm-hmm. me, truly, like, um, humiliation is my biggest fear. So to have, and like, think about it. Kiki Palmer has not had any scandals. None. She's not had any scandals. At worst was that situation where like, um, Trey Songs uh, may or may not have assaulted her at oh. a party, and she said it, and everyone ignored her. And then, like five years later, nine million stories about Trey Songs being an assaulter came out, and oh and then everyone's like, Kiki wasn't lying, I guess. Yeah. I believed her right away, but a lot of people did not. Yeah. But okay, whatever. So, like, that is the only scandal, quote unquote, I can think of. And then, and in that situation, she was the victim. So. For someone who has been famous for 20 years and whose family really cares about protecting her image and, you know, propelling her career and presenting the best version of herself to have this man, because he's in his feelings, try and get the Internet to assault her and Mm -hmm. instead have the Internet assault him for two full days, but also indirectly be assaulting her because I'm sure she doesn't want the internet to be talking about how her baby daddy ain't shit for two days. Like what a shitty fucking thing to set off. You whack ass nigga. Yeah. Because now you've now made her into this woman who like allowed this man to, to humiliate her. her. Yeah. yeah. To humiliate her. Now she's put in this situation where everything's been good. I've been like, I have a clean image, so to speak. Everything's like I'm beloved, but now it's going to be, think pieces about what do we do when women we yeah. love date shitty guys yes. date, date, date. it's just and it's like 
look at the position that you put her in and it makes me mad because when shit like this happens it's like one thing you humiliated her you created this shit storm for this woman who you claim to protect the love and yeah yeah but now you have guys who think that that's an appropriate response because we live in an extremely stupid world right. saying well I see his point because what she did is embarrassing. He, she humiliated him. So by being, you know, so cozying up with Usher. So that's why he then reacted. It's like, it's always going to be, well, it's her fault for right. her, for her, for her actions that he, but you know, also, she was the trigger. It's bullshit. But also too, like in addition to it being like about, she's the trigger. I'm somebody who feels very strongly that, and I'm saying this, as a person who has been out of control often and who is actively trying to be measured and more in control, yeah. you know, as time goes by, because I'm 35, who, like, it's nuts to be drunk and yelling at your partner, you know, sure. whatever. But, but like, just because someone has done you bad doesn't mean you have to do them equally bad and punish them as severely. Like, like, revenge and get back is not an adult or useful thing to do right yeah like so like if i accidentally hit you right like if we're if i'm i i'm somebody who uses my hands in conversation all the time if we're talking and i accidentally slap you uh in conversation do you get to punch me in the face because yeah. of it no. So like this feels to me, everyone's like Kiki publicly disrespected him. You think Kiki was out there being like, I'm about to hurt Darius's feelings? Yeah. No. Yeah. The the sex, the R and B sex idol of her childhood yeah. came up to her as he does to every celebrity woman in the crowd. He even came up to Kim Kardashian. You think us for wanna fuck Kim Kardashian? <laughs> so like he came up to her, and if you actually watch the clip, clip, in my opinion, it wasn't disrespectful. It was mm -hmm. Usher held her hand a little bit, yeah, and she swayed her hips a little bit, and then he hugged. Oh, he put the microphone in her face. Yeah, she sang. sang the song, and then he hugged her, and he left her alone. And and to even start it, she didn't solicit Usher. Usher was like, mm -hmm. "You think I didn't see you in this crowd?" Yeah. And he came over. Yeah. I'm sure there's someone backstage being like. Oh, Usher, tonight we spotted Kiki in the crowd. Yeah. We spotted whomever. And let's read that. We saw him with Issa Rae. She's a newlywed. No one freaked yeah. out. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, like, whatever. Um, so, you don't get to, because Kiki was just dancing with Usher, and maybe that was a little too close for you, get to punch her in the face on social mm -hmm. media? Like, fuck mm -hmm. that. Fuck yeah. that. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Well, right. I went on a rant. I no, I loved it. I loved it. Um, do you have any other thoughts as we wrap up this chat? I love that uh, we didn't talk about a specific show because yeah, I'm, tired of, <laughs> I'm tired of that shit. Are you excited about the, the new uh, New York? I'm excited about Jenna Lyons. I don't want to oh, say yeah. that I'm excited about the new New York. I love Jenna Lyons. She had, um, I found it during the pandemic when HBO Max wasn't um, a terrorist site trying to destroy all of the shows that we've ever made. You know, they canceled a Black Lady sketch show yesterday. Completely um, off the... Yeah, completely. completely. I don't know if I'm going to get residuals. I don't know if it's being removed from the platform, but mm -hmm. I know that they canceled the show. 
And um, that's another war on writers that um, streaming is doing, like HBO converting to HBO Max, converting to Max and taking on like Time Warner and stuff. It's a big like fuck you to writers and um, intellectual property owners. It's this whole thing that I could go on later. But anyway, they canceled a Black Lady Sketch Show, which I'm bummed out about. Uh, I haven't written on it for two seasons, but it's still that's still it's, something. It's, it's, this yeah. thing, yeah, you know, this yeah. thing that you and you have friends that still work on it. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, but you were talking about uh, Jenna Lyons on HBO. Oh, so Jenna Lyons had it's gone now because when Max did the merger, they got rid mm-hmm. of so many fun reality shows that I liked for tax purposes, uh, quote unquote tax purposes. But um, uh, so she had a show. It was like this weirdo, like hippy dippy competition reality show where it was like both interior design, but also fashion, like stylish Ooh. shows. And so basically it was just like a lifestyle show mixed in with a competition of like young um, architects and interior designers and also fashion stylists. Like it was very, very cool. And then I, you know, I found out she's a big old lesbian, which I love. And, Mm -hmm. um, and she was the, you know, she's like a wonderkin CEO of J crew. She's the one who brought Michelle Obama into the like, you remember yeah. Michelle Obama would just wear J. Crew yeah. constantly. Yeah, that was Jenna Lyons is doing, um, and you know, like I just find her to be like a very savvy with it kind of person. I really, really yeah. like her style. Like she, if I had the money, she would be like my style icon. Yes, yeah. So I'm yeah. really, really excited to see her. I don't know anything about the um, other people uh, on the show, and I'm not particularly interested in them. I just really want to see Jenna Lyons, and I hope. I love Jenna Lyons, but I hope she's an insufferable bitch, a sufferable bitch. Like, I can't wait to yeah. watch her be as terrible as I know I would be if I dressed Michelle Obama for a year or two. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm excited about the prospect of, like, a person who clearly is well-known and is successful having to share a job with people who, like, nobody really knows you know what I mean yes. like, I think that that's fun and I do think that like there is that like snottiness that comes out that I need like every housewives show needs like one lady who's like I'm better than this I'm gonna look down Heather Dubrow yes, why Heather do people Dubrow. hate it on her I love Heather exactly I love Heather for that exact reason I yes, want so. Jenna to show up in whatever like Chanel like galoshes like Heather Dubrow does <laughs> to a ranch. you know what I mean like that's what I want you always need that you need a delusional person like Drew Mm-hmm. You know, or like Gina from OC. Like, what are you doing here, Sloan? Yeah, what are you doing here? Show? Mm-hmm. You know, you need somebody condescending, like a Heather Dubrow. You need somebody who's, you know, who's also delusional. Like Karen Huger is a, a, a flavor of delusion. But it's a different it's delusion. Like, it's a Luann delusion. It it's is like a, the, it, it is an out of, yeah, it is outer space delusion, which is yeah, also lovely. Because they have enough that they get to be delusion, or like they have enough that they get to be like on themselves and proud of themselves. But they take it to the next level, yeah, right? So it's like, the best. Karen, Karen is a successful socialite in Potomac, but the Grand Dom, okay, come on. <laughs> but then now we're now we've bought in. Now I've bought some stupid ass sweatshirts and some candles. You know what I'm saying? Same with <laughs> Luann. You ain't even a countess anymore. But why am I buying, paying for expensive tickets to watch your stupid cabaret show? Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I want yeah. that. So I'm excited for New York. I'm glad that you are. You told me this stuff about Jenna Lines. I think that she's just like really cool looking. So I feel yes. like I'm excited to see a cool person. She's very um, cool. And I like the first season of a 
not a first. I mean, it's not technically these women are going and knowing what Real Housewives is going to be like. But I like to see green people on TV, mm. like a cast of them, because they don't quite know how this is going to play out once the show is edited and put together for them. Right. So they show their ass in a way that they think is not showing their ass. And I think that that's delightful. Yeah, I can't wait. I mean, I'm nervous because uh, how do I say this? I feel like there's no possible way that you can do reality TV. Like, even if we have, like, this entirely brand new cast and, you know, it's all new dynamics and things like that, there is no possible way that you can fully do reality TV and be yourself at this point yeah. in 2023. But I am just, you know, I I didn't really... Well, Caroline... Carol... Caroline? Carol. Caroline. Carol. Uh, Caroline, uh, um, Carol on uh, Radsville. Dubai. Oh, Carol. Oh, Car- uh, no. Carol. Caroline. Carol. Caroline. What? Yes. Why is my brain doing this right now? Wait, no, my her. brain is also doing it. Um, um, either way, she yes. had done reality Stanbury, TV. Stanbury, yes, yes, yeah. Caroline Stanbury, yes. So she had done reality TV before, and she'd already been inflated because she was very popular and things like that. So I am excited to see like. Uh, what this all new cast of women uh, bring because Jenna Lyons was like popular but like her reality show didn't do particularly well and it yeah. was sort of like very just like a lifestyle show as opposed to like a real housewives type energy so I just want to see what my girl brings and I I would I would love it would be so funny and I would actually be thrilled if I come to hate her because she's so obnoxiously yes like condescending that might be fun. yeah but yeah that's all yeah. Well, Ray, this has been great. Um, yeah, I've had a we, talk, we, sh- we shot the shit. That's what we did. Yeah, we That's what shit. we said and we, we were going to do. too much about stuff too seriously that we should not care about at all. <laughs> what do you have going on that you um, like to... The what I have about? going on is poverty and brokenness because <laughs> we are in a writer's strike. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, do you know how fast I've blown through my savings? It's stupid. Um so uh, I'm about to reboot. This is like the ninth time I've announced this on your show. I'm about to restart a podcast. Yay! <laughs> uh, but I'm going to have a partner this time, so maybe he'll keep me on track. Great. Uh, but um, look out for it. Uh, my podcast previously was called Dizziest Bitch at the Table, so we're just going to call our podcast Dizziest Bitches at the Table. <laughs> so, you know. Now there's two of us dizzy bitches, so be on the lookout for that in the next couple of weeks. Um, I'm doing stand-up a lot more now, so just, you know, look at my socials um, to see, you know, when I'm doing shows and what I'm posting, and um, that's pretty much it, you know? Um, what I've got going on is a decent relationship with my mom, which is weird. Also, my dad. My dad is obsessed with me. It's very strange. And, uh, and uh, yeah, that's pretty and much And the antidepressants are doing great. The antidepressant. Oh, and my post. Um, oh yeah, your fibroid. Girl, girl. Not I about your had... medical health, but. Oh yes, no. I mean, let's do it. So first of all, my post fibroid surgery, um, uh, mental health has been like on fire. Like I'm I have so much more energy than I used to have. Um, I wake up. I want to live. It's amazing. And uh, I don't mean live like I was suicidal. I mean, I want to live like I want to get out and do things in a way that, you know, anemia doesn't let you want to do or you're like scared you're going to bleed through your plants so you don't go outside kind of thing. 
But uh, so that's great. And then also, you know, I had my, uh, uh, (laughs) I was supposed to, they tell you to wait four to six weeks during sex and uh, to do sex. And I was going to wait the six weeks to be safe. Uh, but I did not wait the six weeks and I'm having the time of my life. Like oh, there okay. really is just like even a difference in the sex. They, like it's, cra- it's like crazy. There's like, you know, it's like different to have sex without these like big tumors kind of putting Imagine, pressure on you. Yeah. yeah. Imagine so, that, that if there's a thing that's not supposed to be there and then it gets taken out, that your life would be a little bit better. Yeah. Ladies, <laughs> exactly. ladies, ladies, people with uteruses. Sheree, Sheree. Giselle, what Giselle, Giselle got the full hysterectomy. She I didn't. Yet. I want to yeah. maybe still have kids, but please, honestly, particularly black women, if you're listening, yes. um, like truly, um, it is us who gets it the most. There's no explanation for why, but mm-hmm. it's it's that that's true. Same with breast cancer, whatever. But like, please, 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 you probably have fibroids. If you one, two, small ones, ones that probably aren't affecting you. But if you are a black woman approaching middle age, somewhere over 28 or something, please go check, get checked out. There might be like an ultrasound you can get. It's probably affecting your day-to-day health in a way that you haven't even acknowledged. Just go get it done. If not a surgery, just find out if it's happening and if it's affecting your cycle, your periods, like everything. Um, yeah. I can't believe that having, oh my God, we didn't even know before the surgery, um, we thought it was 40 tumors and it ended up being 86 and they got out all of them. They got oh out all God. of them. And so like, just please, like if it's just 10, just know that they're there and understand intellectually what might be affecting your uh, way of living, the the way that your lifestyle is going. I don't know what's happening, but as you started describing it, my entire bottom started cramping. So Oh no! No, I'm supposed to get my period soon anyway. No, but I'm with you on that. This is this is like a big thing. I, I understand that there's a lot of like social and like racial reasons for like why people of color don't necessarily and there's like economic reasons for why people in color don't end up going to doctors or why there's an issue with healthcare, whatever. Like there's so many reasons for it. But as young people who like remember our moms being so cranky in like their late thirties mm-hmm. and early forties. Like Absolutely. it was, there's other stuff that was going on in their bodies that like they just didn't address. So like yeah. address that stuff. Okay. Don't yeah, be a martyr. <laughs> go, go and get your shit checked. You're going to yeah, be much don't happier. Don't be a long suffering wife and mother whose <laughs> body is also attacking her. Please. <laughs> yes. Take care of yourself. Um, yeah. Uh, and yeah, the antidepressants. I also started antidepressants about Ooh, four months ago. If you don't mind me, if you don't mind me asking, like, how do you feel? Did you like, did you notice the difference when you kicked in, when it kicked oh. in? Cause it takes like a month or so. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, do you know, are your, do you feel like, Oh, maybe your relationships are changing or oh. like you're excited to start your day or your, you know, so my biggest thing was that I would go to bed every night with severe self-loathing because I would mm-hmm. feel like I didn't do enough during the day. Like I felt like I didn't, I wasn't the most productive person. There's still things that were left off. I, I wasn't able to like give things my all. I was really hard on myself every night, almost going to bed, mm-hmm. which obviously led into like bad sleep. And then you get bad sleep. You wake up angry. You're just cranky. You're yelling at the kids. You're annoyed with your yeah, spouse, yeah. whatever. Getting on antidepressants, the biggest thing was I go to bed content with like 
doing the best. I did the best that I could. Yeah, yeah. So we're just going to shut my brain off and we're going to go to sleep and we're going to wake up the next day and we'll be able to do the best that we can the next day. And it's not perfect. I still have sad days, whatever. But like, yeah, of course. I still, I, I really truly feel like one of the best things about it is that like, I've never felt this content with myself ever Mm -hmm. in like 37 years on earth you know so that's right and also like just so your audience is know your audience knows it's not a magic pill right like obviously like i still have so many things that i need to work through which is what the therapy is for yes But, but i do like that there is a certain like level that your brain doesn't get to go below because of the antidepressants right like i will never get worse than this sad because this is the dangerous sad, and this is what the medicine is doing. Make sure I don't get there. It kind of gives a boost. And I'm on two antidepressants combination. It set me through the roof. Ooh, like, nice. I am great. But, like, um, and and also just kind of, like, the desire to live, the desire to get up, the desire to, like, be functioning and not, like you said, hate yourself. And, yeah. you know, think that, like, I am worth something and it's, I'm happy to be here. And um, I think it's really, really valuable. And I wish that people talked more often to people of color, particularly women of color, that it's like, our, it's not our job to suffer. It yes. is not our job to like feel bad. It, you know, like our journey is not meant to be painful just because we are black and brown women, you know? So yes. I'm really, really glad that you're getting help and I'm glad that I'm getting help. And, you know. Look at, look at, Look at that. Maybe Kyle got on some good antidepressants and she said, I'm not putting up with Mauricio anymore. This shit no more. <laughs> and I think she is fucking that woman. And I'm glad she's and I'm glad she's eating box and getting her box eight and all that. <laughs>